EP. And I am so uh, excited to be joined right now in the studio with Tom Scott. Yo, Bye, Tom up, Scott. Yeah. Sorry to disappoint you, mate. <laughs> All your excitement's for nothing. But <laughs> now nah, you say that, like you said that on your Twitter, right? That it's going to disappoint people. Yeah, I think social media definitely is set up to disappoint people. Hey, never follow your favorite artist on Twitter. <laughs> uh, no, you do it right on Twitter, bro. All right, so I want to. We're here because you're down with Homebrew, and uh, I want to cast uh, your mind back and the listeners' mind back to 2012. You followed four Homebrew EPs, quite a bit of excitement with uh, the first so far only Homebrew album. So that came uh, six years since Decepticon's Heavy Rotation, seven years since Savage's Moonshine, eight since Magic City and the Hook It Up Tour, nine years since Crusader and White Sunday, ten years since Shafu's Navigator, and eleven since uh, the last Aotearoa Hip Hop Summit. Um, I was at that. Yeah? I was breakdancing at it. You were breakdancing at it? Yeah. Oh, okay, like, let's hold up. Tell us about the Hip Hop Summit, because I can't get enough stories. of. I was five years old when the last one happened, Whoa, so I can't. Well, that makes me feel mad. <laughs> uh, yeah, we went down, we were just, that's all we did, just breakdance. We were little b-boys, little rat bags. Yeah, what was your and crew called? We took a train down there. Uh, I, I didn't want to disclose that. All right, all good. Because that's hella embarrassing. I'm yeah. already going into the story. I don't know why I'm telling this story. But we went down there, and... um. Yeah, it was like in Christchurch, and there was everyone was just into hip hop. It was like this crazy movement at the time. Mm. You know, there were people like Ask You and Fat One and all that, just yeah. like tagging everywhere and making all these amazing pieces of art everywhere. And then there were people like uh, the Decepticons, mm. um, Lost Tribe, Damn Native, all these dudes performing live. And then, um, like every night they had a different movie on in the theater you'd go along and watch like wild style or beat street like these old 80s movies and documentaries and shit and then like this one night for the grand finale they had like oh they had the b-boy battles and we were there for that and all we did was just do our little b-boy shit but um one night they had the grand finale and this dude came on stage and he just murked the stage and it was like watching like new zealand's talib kwali in his prime you know like like who was this fucking dude and he was so cool you know had a spates in his hand with a hoodie and a backpack on yeah. and that was scribe mm -hmm. and that was like before anyone knew scribe and i was doing my little rhymes at the time and then after i seen him i was like man i just want to do that yeah but, i mean i kept breaking but i was never that good at breaking but um yeah Summer was crazy, man. It was right. out of a time. Like it was a cool movement. Yeah, no, I uh, yeah can't get enough hearing uh, stories about the summit. So anyway, so we're, um, I guess the point I was making was that I think there's there'd been a bit of a quiet patch. You know, there's still stuff happening, ah, yeah, but right. I mean, you look at Dirty Dawn Raid, Breaking Records, they're all pretty quiet for a few yeah, years up until I guess so. Yeah. Homebrew release. So what? What changed? Because Scribe was still... When was Scribe? But you say that Scribe, was six years uh, So, he... Nah. So, it was nine years since he released Crusader. He did uh, Rhyme Book in 2008, I think. Truth. But obviously, that, you know, that didn't make that didn't make the same waves that right. Crusader... And I guess it was still always underground. Of course, man. It was always underground. didn't stop. But, yep. but I guess it just took something to cross over. And yeah. something about Homebrew that resonated with a larger percentage of people. Mm than some other music not to say that that makes it any better we know that listening to student radio for damn sure but um <laughs> like yeah i guess there was something in it that resonated with people and that's kind of why i'm not so reluctant to do this tour because mm -hmm. like, i feel like i owe it to anyone that it resonated with it's like it's not mine anymore 
Sure. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't. The music don't belong to me now. It belongs to those kids yelling it out in the mm. front row. Fuck yeah. So uh, yeah, I guess it was just like something about New Zealand culture that was there that we all related to. Yeah. Because you know we all when I was the same age as these kids in the front row, I was probably doing the same shit. Yeah, for sure, man. You know, I had nothing, to, nothing going for me, but I could get high and and I was like, whoa, man, this is so much better than my life. And <laughs> I could talk about things that they weren't talking about in school with my friends. I could like explore music that they weren't playing on the radio, and you know that's where we were, just some kind of subculture, I guess. Yeah. And then, so since then, we see, you know, your your other projects, At Peace, Average Rap Band, other Young Giffen Broke st- stuff that is crossing through, like maybe before it wasn't, so got Enon you know, Dirty, Razor, Team Dynamite, yo, Third Eye. Yo, and that's then a cool movement. Real interesting, I reckon, is guys like Louis Nux, Tourette's, and David Dallas, who yeah. were around before that, but mm-hmm. since in the last few years, you know, oh, yes. yeah, for sure, man, they've been, you know, yeah, really crossing over and getting that opportunity through, I think, a lot, just that platform that homebrew that young gift and broke platform that homebrew put on that stage right oh, that's a real honor you saying that man i don't know i i, I there's no scientific research no of course not and i don't know right. if it's just like in my head that i see that and maybe, maybe it's that you found those people through yeah, us and sure. it looks like we opened the door but all we did was maybe give you a key to their door and that's like, big, you know right? what i mean yeah, yeah. like well it's, it's an honor because those are my fucking heroes like yeah. dom Tourette's is just my hero as a lyricist yeah man. yeah so i've had i've um, had him on the show a couple of times and he's yeah. just you could talk to him for hours and he yeah he loves he's the music. brilliant man he's yeah. brilliant and then there's like miracle were always yeah. my heroes as well and then one time i was with him in a club and he had snuck in a bottle of jim beam because he couldn't afford to buy any drinks and yeah. it was, the was he still, still like 17 then like, i don't know how old he was but <laughs> he was my hero so yeah really man cool. But um, yeah, but to like open doors for any kind of alternative music is kind of mm. a real dream and a real privilege. Yes, for sure, man. So if that's what our music's done, that's the shit. Yeah, and I I see uh, Swit It Boys, Spike and I and F being the next yeah, like, massive I think, I think game changer. And then the like next, right? yeah, open up that only hunger sound again. Yeah, I think yeah. that's gonna be. I think um, people will be will be gravitating towards that because it's. So you can feel some sort of honesty within their mm. music as well mm. but I think there's a whole bunch of kids that could be next like my homie Dirty yeah you know and Dirty I feel like they got something really original mm. but I don't know if that will cross over I feel like they might find a way find a bigger audience overseas mm-hmm. maybe than a mainstream New Zealander but yeah um, alright every time I hear him say Maldi on a mission I just yeah, it just stirs something hey. looking for the next Maui yeah <laughs> for sure man yeah. alright so um, you're bringing Homebrew back for this tour uh, fundraising for Avondale Bowling Club so is that a fresh entity altogether or is that a Homebrew album I've been hearing yeah no it's things. like uh, it's just out it's basically I was in Melbourne for three years mm. Man, I don't know how to. I, I've never spoken on this. So I should probably have some kind of press training on how to deliver a promo for album. But uh, <laughs> it's my new shit. I, I didn't come up here just to talk. I just came up here because Tom told me that, <laughs> that you're the homie. It's because he, he knew how much I wanted this. Oh, <laughs> right, my man. Well, um, yeah, it's like this project I've been working on in Melbourne while I was just homesick and just fucking lifeless. Like, and um, basically, I just took old jazz records and looped them up. Because um, I just got to a point where, like, making music with other people, it was like 
I couldn't find the right vibe, so I just started making the music myself, kind of. Yeah. Because um, I didn't want people like sending me their their hard earned like soul destroying beats, and then I'm just like, oh, I'm not really feeling that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you're looking for a real particular sound, especially once you get an immunity over like 10 years of doing this shit. Mm. And um, so then I just started looping these jazz records and I got people to um, replay them like Julian Dine and Jeremy Toy and I uh, got like a bunch of features on that album like Mother TK and Lady Six and just like so got it, to stand the behind on the desk. Is that right? Nah, nah, it's no? on this no? one. Um, but like got to just stand behind a desk and go, yo, can you do that? Can you do this? Um, and just put together this, it's a jazz album basically. So it's like, and it's not jazz like how just every music critic's like uh, mm. jazzy beats with soulful taste like it's just actual jazz like i'm trying to you got a promo like that bro yeah well i'm trying to make it like <laughs> ferris sanders kind of like sure free jazz shit um but yeah i can't wait to get it out it's just a band it's like yeah it's like a jazz it's like a jazz band with a dude rapping on it and yeah can't wait to get it out sick so you've got a bit of ended on air funding still uh yeah. for the old dog single yeah um i heard that demo on rnz i was getting still jamming in the park and high times vibes from uh, yeah, it i, I thought mean, you might get that vibe yeah, yeah that's probably the most crossover song yeah. on it but um yeah the, the rest of the shit is like yeah it's pretty heavy Don't. but i'm trying i'm trying to make happy music but i just wasn't happy for the last three years so it's kind of hard to make sure music. so uh that's why you're back in avondale gonna raise the sun <laughs> yeah man yeah don't ever say anything in a song that you don't want to manifest because eh? i said i'm gonna move to Avondale. was that what, that, I, that was like it fucking years ago <laughs> yeah that's what i was gonna ask i was like hold up i swear i heard that lyric ages ago yeah, like how long is this pregnancy bro, honestly your subconscious just <laughs> sneaks out bro, and then next minute your missus is Eight weeks away from dropping your <laughs> fucking first begotten child. Yeah, but yeah, nah. But about to um, about to raise my kid up in the same dirt that I was raised in. You got so the flow from, right? I just don't want the fucking Aussie accent, brother. <laughs> sure. All right. Scan on, Dad. <laughs> You're not <Ooh>. mine. <laughs> course all right so these homebrew shows are sold out people are real excited i mean how, how do you feel about them you know like or are you I just like, really looking forward to the next thing no nah, actually i'm trying not to keep looking forward to the next thing eh? like because uh, yeah the more i say like i can't wait for da 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 i feel like ju i feel like just starting a sentence with i can't wait is a way to just fuck yourself mm -hmm. you know what i mean if you keep like expecting something it's just like you miss what's happening at the time so like to me i'm just happy to be doing these songs even though they're old and shit i'm like detached from them now to the point where i'm just having fun on stage instead of yeah. like thinking about my ego and thinking about oh what are people judging my music i don't give a fuck if people judge my music anymore i just want to party with people yeah so it's like it's an honor to to do these old songs that people still fuck with mm. and at the same time to raise money for some new shit but yeah i think for the first time we've been enjoying the tour like you know what i mean we're just like man the show's sold out just enjoy it this might be our last show ever like let's just go out there and fuck it up Dope. and um instead of like you know always wishing for the next album because as a musician like the more you keep looking forward to the next album bro you never you're never happy like the album's finished and then you're like actually i don't like this anymore i want to make this new thing before it's even out you're already over it you know yeah so like that's the dilemma of a musician i think or of any like yeah human, for sure that's the human condition basically all right well 
very exciting tonight down at Timber. Um, there's still people exchanging tickets, so uh, if you're unlucky enough to get one, you might score one. All right, I want to ask you, because it's election year, i be honest with you, until I was... Um, uh, seeing what had popped up on you on uh, in the media recently, I'd forgotten about Kill the Prime Minister until yesterday. I completely oh, forgot you released that, that song. Yeah, that um, but I that's my biggest hit. No. Yeah, but I listen. <laughs> I I drop listen to us all the time, like on a weekly basis. Yeah. So, um, I mean, do you think there'll be another another election song from you? That's first question. And second, um, is it going to be inspired at all by how those two tracks were received? Yeah, I think those two tracks definitely had influence on me. But I think where I stand these days is more that uh, music ain't supposed to be the cure. Oh, it's just yeah, supposed yeah. to be... Um, like, you know when they prescribe a cancer patient, a cancer patient with marijuana, right? Mm. For their pain? They ain't saying that's gonna cure your cancer. They're just saying it's gonna ease your pain, and yeah. that's kind of where I am with music these days. I mean, it might be a cop out, but I'm kind of like, man, this music ain't supposed to cure anything. It's just supposed to be a fucking pain relief, for sure. So these days, I just try to make music that makes people happy. Yeah. And um, you know, instead of makes people vote. Yeah. Cause um, shit, I tried that. And yeah. It didn't work, bro. Yeah, bro. Now, last time, no, second last time I caught you was when you did a election show down here. Yeah, um, we got people yeah. to enroll to vote. Then yeah. that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. That was tight. Um, and yeah, but I mean, I, you said, I, I still believe in democracy. Yeah, I, of course. I think, but after watching Trump, it's like, oh, ooh, actually, <laughs> yeah, he can get it. Yeah, man. And like, well, I know. Maybe like we I said, need a dictatorship. <laughs> Listen to us. It is it is that pain relief, I think, and still is, and uh, continue to be. Yeah, um, I think like speaking about yeah. what people are going through, just like it just helps uh, clarify things for people, and like uh, just makes people realize that they're not the only ones going through it. So that's kind of like pain relief for sure. But um, I don't know where to direct you to for a, a leader or for a new system that's gonna like eliminate poverty in New Zealand or eliminate racism in New Zealand or yeah I don't really know who's gonna fix it I can't see anyone who's gonna fix it so well maybe yeah. it's just yeah <laughs> maybe it's just on us to be a bit better and if I like can speak some truths in my music and be vulnerable about my own issues then maybe people can work on theirs but shit man I'm no Gandhi brother I, I don't really know how to yeah I don't really know all right man so that was you one got any ideas how to well, I, I will. I will say that, like, I mean, this is is stuff I want to. I want to be the person who's, um, you know, uh, not young anymore, a bit detached. But I'd still listen to whoever the next homebrew is if I was um, in in politics, and I'd be like, all right, this is what people are talking about. Yeah. And I, you know, I want to. I want to make a difference, and some of that's going to be informed by yeah. artists like yourself who are. Yeah, dig it. You know. I think uh, on this on this new um, album, you're, we do some of it at the show tonight, so you might see. But like, I am speak, I'm speaking about what's going on around me and what's going on in New Zealand, yeah, and the struggles that I'm facing. And just by talking about the struggles I'm facing, I'm talking about the world. You know what I mean? I think any artist is like this cow here, right? Like, if this cow tells you that the the, the grass is really dry. Mm -hmm. He ain't said shit about politics, but he might have said everything about 
global warming or something you know what sure, i mean man. like just to talk about your your environment is going to be um sort of political without trying to be yeah so i get uh, it i guess that there's something i don't know all right so i touched on that election show other times i've seen you uh you i know you had big homebrew shows before 2013 when i moved down here but obviously only time i've seen you got you homebrew before is when you opened for macklemore what was that like is that ridiculous He's the worst person yeah. ever. <laughs> but we got paid. Yeah, I bet, man. Yeah, um, that, that show was absurd. No, nah, but it was kind of cool playing in big stadiums. Yeah. And that was, a, that was the only way to do it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's pretty out of it. Yeah. But I want to play yeah. in a big stadium and, and get delivered in a road case like Adele. Yeah. So that's the freshest shit out. <laughs> she gets, like, because she can't get to the middle of the stage mm. without getting swamped, right? Yeah. So they get this road. She, like, hides in a road case. And a like, bunch of fucking roadies push her up onto the stage. Mentally. And she jumps out the road. Just, yeah. <laughs> All right. It's okay. Make it happen, bro. All right. And then the other show down here was uh, At Peace with Louis Nux a couple of years ago. Right. And that was fucking loose. That was so good. And I, that, I think that was the last... Was that the last time you were down here? Shit, was it? Maybe. Yeah. Um, I can't remember, bro. So uh, I think it's about time down, we make more. When were we down here for the Street Fighter competition? Tom, uh, Tommy T's mouthing something at me, but I, I, oh no, one fist. That's right. I wasn't in Dunedin. One fist. Your average rap band came down. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's what he was saying. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, that gig right. up. I apologize for that. <laughs> All right. More. So last thing on Dunedin memories. Obviously, you studied down here. Were you making music then, or, or rhyming? Yeah, bro. I was just buzzing out because, like, I was down there waiting for you to let me in. Um, you took fucking ages. Nah, just kidding. Um, and there was like my music you were talking about me on the fucking speakers right and i was just buzzing out because i remember being a kid here being a struggle ass rapper here and um being downstairs and just hearing you know the hosts and being mad jealous and like fuck i should be on that so it's kind of cool when you like just have those little moments yeah you're on now bro. but to be honest when i was down here i had like given up like i was making my little music in auckland and just wasn't going anywhere and then i came down here to be a neuroscientist laugh out loud <laughs> and then yeah then i just kept doing my music and then one day uh open souls you know open Souls, i went to um one of their gigs yeah and um somehow without being that guy that freestyles in your ear in the club um beyond and tyra asked me to come have a sesh uh-huh. and then like we we're sitting around and talking and i told him i did my little raps and then we started having a cypher and they like said i was ill and then that's kind of what changed everything like i was like that was one of my favorite mcs at the time yeah no nah, i was real keen to try and get to that open souls show you put on last year I don't remember. oh yeah that was i heard so, it was yeah. incredible yeah open souls are one of the best bands of this country's history man yeah probably still quite slept on but yeah i think people came definitely yeah to that gig but yeah, man, if, if you're out there and listening and you don't know Open Souls, you should definitely check that. Yeah. All right, so, I mean, that was a bit of a reunion show. You've got one of your own in the zone for tonight. Yo, yeah. Very excited, man. I guess so, man. Yeah, bringing the old band together. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's uh, some Robin Hood shit. It's for our new album. It's for the Team Dynamite album. So, uh, yeah, and it's been cool to play these shows so um to anyone that's been a fan of us since back in the day 
yourself for listening, yourself for supporting us. Man. Yeah. Hey, thank you so much, Tom. Uh, I'm going to play uh, Louis Nux's Mercury Plaza. Um, Rest in peace, that, Mercury right? Plaza. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah, oh, actually, that was something else, man. So, you feel this stuff is um, documenting an Avondale that's not going to be there much longer? Like, is that part... Of, do you, are you motivated by that to, like, show what that community you grew up in is like now before it's not there before it gets Yo, gentrified that's very true man the funny thing is Avondale still hasn't been gentrified and waves coming man yeah in Auckland they sort of like the wave like skipped Avondale and went to this place further out yeah but um yeah it might be coming but yeah when you go back there it's still like pretty pretty uh it's not grimy but it's dirty it's like still dirty and and dusty and and the community's still there Mm. But yeah, I think people are going to get pushed out. Um, that's just how it works, I guess. Yeah. All right, well, with that in mind, let's uh, Paris. Let's gentrify uh, Dunedin. Yeah. Is, is Dunedin already gentrified? Did the gold rush gentrify uh, Dunedin? I guess it did, and then it uh, became student slum again. Yeah. Um, actually, gentrification in a weird sense in like the student area because everyone pays so much to live there, but it's gentrification without nice places being built it's just they keep driving the prices up and then you get richer and richer students wanting to live in shitty yeah, flats yeah true that's what it is eh? yeah yeah man shout out Aquinas one time 